you guys are now outside in the village. Now, if you wish to follow that trail, um, the trail is, as I said, pretty easy. It's the one that leads out of the gate up until that fork in the road, um, if you choose to do so. Um, and uh, you, Or, I mean, you can do whatever else you want, but that's, that's he pointed the direction that he said is where you could find the goblins, and you have his incredibly detailed map that you see before <laughs> you. So, um, yes. Is there also I, a knife and a I, spoon in the there is not a knife or a spoon, as far as you know. Just only a fork. Alright, so which way do we go to avoid the goblins, then? I would say we walk directly towards the constable. I look at Justice. Don't you think it's a little bit strange that an officer of the law does not want to protect its people here, or her people here? I think we should talk to her. I think there might be more behind that, and maybe she can give us some more information why she thinks these goblins are that dangerous. Let me ask Dan for a moment. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we should gather as much information as we possibly can before moving into the dens of sin. Um, And then as uh, you guys are chatting with each other, you hear um, a uh, voice behind you, sort of a gentle, quiet voice, and it says... uh, Excuse me, my friends. I set it on fire. No, um... <laughs> you set the voice on fire? <laughs> just reflex, Amazing. like you just... Um... I, 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 I directly, without any hesitation, put um, the fairy fire on it. Okay, what's well, behind you? So you, do you want to you wanna whirl and do that? Um, do I have to? Because it's just fairy fire? Oh, well, I mean, you can... Yes, but you'd have to face in the direction, is my point. So you'd have to turn okay. around and be like, wha-bam, is my I, point. I turn around and do it. Okay, so you do so, and your fairy fire flickers around the rather confused-looking form of a person who is uh, dressed in kind of light uh, leather, it looks like. Um, kind of like leather armor, like leather tunic, that type of thing. Um, and uh, has a bow uh, slung at her back. It's a female human um, with sort of dark, longish hair. And uh, and sort of looks at you and is kind of like, I, is, is, this, is this going to hurt me? And she sort of looks up and down at the, at the. I'm sorry. That always happens when I'm nervous. <laughs> and she, she's sort of like, that's so. That's fine. And she kind of looks sort of mysterious, like sort of oddly at all of you. And she says, um, I guess, I guess it means I, I won't have trouble finding my way in the dark. <laughs> um, I guess. And, and she looks at all of you and she says, um, I think I saw, I saw you coming in. You had that talk up there with with Frida, and she sort of looks towards um she looks towards the gate did you yes and she looks at you and she's like i i'm hoping that maybe you you can help us um i don't think anyone here is suited to do it and you're obviously you all look like you've done this sort of thing before and she says this with a somewhat quizzical expression. You wonder if she's starting to doubt this a little bit as she looks at the fairy-fired form of her arms and hands. And she's like, uh, and she says, um, and, and she looks out and she says, I, uh, I feel that, uh, I, I feel that you're the only ones who can help us. My, my name is Dawn Mistwalker. Um, I am a hunter. I'm not from this village originally, but I, I moved here some years ago. These are good people. They're good people, but they're not fighters. They're not warriors. They're just farmers and and other trappers and, and things like that. And they live in a place where there is no protection for them, no safety, except, well, Frida and the occasional person like like me. And she sort of gestures her head back to her bow. And um, 
Doran and Justice, uh, both of you, please make um, make uh, perception rolls for me, please. Again, this is a d20, and then adding your perception bonus. Uh, sorry, adding your. How uh, do I do that? Adding your. Uh, you've got an intelligence bonus there, um, but if you have perception as a proficiency, it'll say perception with a little check next to it. Then you can add your proficiency bonus as well. So rolling the d20, do you know how to do that or, or not? Uh... In roll 20? That's fine. <laughs> look to the left. No. If you look to the left, you see that little sidebar pie? Um, right above the question mark? I got mark? the dice roller up. Okay, that's... Well, are you, you mean in roll 20 or, or where else? Yeah, I got the dice roller up in, in roll 20. Okay, so just roll a 20-sided die. And then add, right. add to that number your, um, your, I believe it's intelligence bonus, if you have one. And then uh, add, if you have Which one. Which one do I know is the bonus? Uh, well, Perception is wisdom. Uh, I'm sorry? Perception is wisdom. No, not for this one. This is intelligence, not okay. wisdom. Okay. But that's uh, that um, that's a specific insight-based one, but this is not that. Or the saving throw. Oh, oops. Um, this is the, uh, it's not the saving throw. It would be the modifier. There's a little square that should have the modifier next to it. All right. Uh, I rolled a 13, and I've got a plus one ability modifier. Okay, so, um, and then, uh, let's see, um, Doran, uh, same thing, uh, what did you get? I oh, got I a see, I see you got a, I see, is that a, you got a, a 16 total? Well, if, if, uh, I rolled a 17, and then I added one because that's my normal perception, but if it's an intelligence perception, then it's a minus one, it's so minus I, one. I got okay. a 16. Either yeah. way, um, both you and Justice are able to tell that her bow is worn as if um, used, you can see some sort of cuts and scars in her armor. This is someone who has been in a fight, and not just a typical tavern brawl. This is someone who obviously has used that bow on numerous occasions. Um, and as she sort of nods at you, she says, um, You've probably heard by now about the goblin threat. What they're not telling you, especially Frida, is that the goblin attacks are getting worse. And if this keeps up, if we continue to fight, if we continue to wait for them, to just overrun the village. They will do it eventually. They're cruel and evil, but now they're they're organized. They work together. Goblins never work together, or at least not many of them at once. But these ones these ones have been hitting some caravans, some people outside. It's not just taking someone's spare animal, Nix's poor pig Francine. It's gotten worse than that. Eventually they're going to be strong enough to take on this village. And there won't be much left when they're done with it. But I can't do it all on my own. I need someone to to help. Fear not, my lady, for your village is within the hands of justice and Dan. Although, I do notice that your bow has been used. Do you happen to know much of the locations of the exact locations of these goblins? Um so uh, she sort of looks so she kind of looks around um, and she says yes um, I can if you wish guide you there it is not a difficult journey but we may encounter some creatures along the way if there are goblins I would like to be able to help as much as I can to deal with them I vote that she comes with us I agree wait we're going after the goblins yes is that going to be a problem I thought we were avoiding the goblins. But we have to help these poor people. They don't want our help. They say that. Yes, but I... It was I'm only... I'm not comfortable with the fact that justice automatically assumed the decision of the entire group. 
I agree that you should be open up the discussion. But I also agree that... I voted. I made a vote. I did not assume. Rabbi. I made a vote. <laughs> we are... This is democracy. I made a vote. This is... Why make a vote? It's so obvious that we have to help these people. Look around you. We're here. We can help. So we have to help. I'm with the dwarf. It's the right thing to do. We should do it. Very well. I am with the general consensus. Let's, uh, let's go for it. I can't go it alone. But I'm going to grumble the whole way. <laughs> Just grumble quietly. I don't want you to give us away. All right. So assuming that um, all of you have made that decision, first of all, I want to correct myself. Pyron's quite right. It's, uh, I actually should have been telling you wisdom, not intelligence. There is another check, a history check, that you could have done that should have been intelligence. My apologies. It's wisdom. Anyway, uh, you had enough that you would have been able to figure out regardless. So um, assuming that you set off um, the, uh, with Dawn uh, as your front, uh, Dawn at the front sort of leading you, um, you guys move on uh, your way. Incidentally, I want to check in with the party. Um, I think we are good here for another half hour or so before I was planning to take a break. Is that cool Who's with everyone? Dawn? Are you? I'm good. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. All right. On we go. So you Remind leave. Remind me quickly who who Dawn is. Uh, sorry, Dawn is the. Uh, she. I think I just had her introduce herself. She's the hunter. Um, yeah. Dawn Mistwalker is her name. She's the one who's uh, the one with the oh. bow who's leading you. Um, okay, so you leave Melton, and Dawn leads you into the light woods to the east of the village. She soon spots the game trail she told you about. It is barely visible to your eyes. She sets a brisk pace, and you stop only briefly for lunch. It is mid-afternoon when the trail is interrupted by a shallow, rocky creek with steep, overgrown banks. A fallen tree provides a natural bridge, and Dawn lightly leaps upon it and begins crossing. And then, there is a sudden roar from the far side. That is Wuzig's bridge! You can't use it! A large bugbear crashes out from the wood, a club in his hand and a nasty snarl on his face. And let me show you, if I may, That's a, a bugbear outside of the developer of massively amazing titles like Flat Out and Wreckfest. <laughs> a whole different kind of world I'm going to show you, in fact. Um, yeah, uh, this guy does not look happy. Um, and you're going to see how much he's not happy in just a minute. Okay. Give me a second. The only animals I know from D&D is the owl bear, just because they're amazing. I don't know what a bugbear is. <laughs> I will show you. Um, let me get down to here. Let me capture that window. With the power of OBS. <laughs> bugbear, those like drop bears. <laughs> <laughs> they're much more... They're not quite as insidious as uh, drop bears are, but uh, ask uh, ask koala man; he would know all about drop bears. <laughs> exactly. I remember. Money I actually, man. Yes. <laughs> it's it's worst too when uh, when anyone who's Australian is telling you about drop bears, which is what uh, Sod, who's in my regular campaign, who is Australian, was like. You know, oh, bug bears or uh, drop bears. You don't want to deal with those guys. And I'm willing to believe <laughs> it because everything in Australia attempts to kill you. So I'm I'm perfectly willing to believe. I just find it amazing that everything in Australia is giant and wants to kill you, and then everything right next door in New Zealand is pleasant. <laughs> I don't know. Matt, is that true? Is, is everybody... Uh, I wouldn't really believe a word he says about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys will now be able to see this on stream in just a second, Party. This is who you've got facing you. Oh, I should have the stream up, I guess. 
That, that, that <laughs> might help. That might, might be help nice. A little bit. Oh, oh yeah, there he is. Yep. <laughs> um, so he now he has not attacked you yet, um, but he stands there, sort of by you know blocking you. And right now, Dawn is on the middle of the bridge, and um, the other one is crashing from the wood. Um, and uh, the so so he's basically crashes out from the wood and is on one side. So essentially it's Dawn on the log bridge, if you will, and then the bugbear and then you. So you're split from Dawn at the moment. And he's sort of, he's just like... Mm. <sighs> like that. Um, I call back to him, what uses a bridge if nobody can use it? I can use it whenever I want. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's could my we bridge. Could we please use it too, and it would still be your bridge? <laughs> You're gonna hurt the bridge. Last person came over, they fell off, and they ripped, they ripped bark off it, and then it wasn't a good. While they're talking, I try and hide behind Justice. <laughs> you do so with ease. <laughs> um, we wish they... to bring... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to... Yeah, yeah but please, please do Justice. I'm out of any... <laughs> we wish to bring no harm to you nor your bridge. We just wish to bring justice to those that it needs to be brought to. If you allow us to cross, you'll be assisting in our wonderful adventure to bring to save the world. And so he looks at you, and he looks at everyone else, and he has this moment of reflection, then he goes, What? Um, the world. And he just stares every, at you. Everything around you, the world, we want to save it. To save it all. You get the impression you left him behind after the word the. <laughs> I whisper behind him. <laughs> You see, well, him, you see him starting should, to take his... Uh, translate it into something. Perhaps we should translate it into something that he'll understand. We good, not bad. And he sort of, he looks at you and he goes, mm, uh, You, you, elf! And he starts, he starts doing this with his, uh, I'll use my uh, daughter's uh, baton that she, I somehow won in a game I didn't know I was playing. And he's like, you know, he starts like, like, just sort of taking this massive club, you know, this knobbed club, and sort of smacking his hand with it. You elf! I can't see your video yet. I'm waiting for the Twitch to... <laughs> oh, no, it's just, it's, just, it's just him, you know. <laughs> it's just him clocking his, uh, you know, his club. Beating his on hand. it. Yes. I... Um, you annoyed him. Yeah, potentially, yes. Uh, it depends on who's asking. Do you have... Do you have a name? My name? And he sort of, he kind of, you get the impression that it's like, in his brain, he's like processing, what's my name? And he's like, Wazig. Wazig, my name. This? And then he then he gets this big grin on his face, like he's figured something out. This? Wazig's bridge. <laughs> and he smiles. Wazig, it is a wonderful, a wonderful bridge. And we would never, never yes, hurt I, I your bridge. Greta. And he is not an elf. Yeah. He's not? He said he might... <laughs> he said he's elf. We are not no. anyone. 
We are not anywhere. We are just merely a bunch of travelers who are trying to do good and solve this goblin problem. And if you would please let us pass, goblin. we will not cause you or your bridge any harm. So he says, he goes, goblin, goblin. He says, goblin. He says, up there, <laughs> goblin. <laughs> goblin, come. Goblins, kill. Goblins, leave Wazig alone. Because Wazig has bridge. And he smiles. He says, but goblins. And then he gets very serious for a moment. But goblins, not friend of Wazig. But elf, not friend of Wazig either. And he sort of, and you can tell like now there's like a warring going on in his mind. He's like, how can this be? Like, you are not a friend. Also, goblins, not friends. And he's sort of like, you know, and then, and he looks at you. Then you got big lizard. And he looks at Justice. What about Big Lizard? And he points hey, at uh, Justice. Hey. Before we start throwing out names, or anybody gets any <laughs> hasty, would you be open to a trade? Trade? Across the bridge. Trade? Trade? Like, and he thinks, he's like, give thing you cross? Yes. Uh, and he thinks about it, and he looks at his club, and he looks at his hands, and he looks at himself, and then he's like, uh, what trade? Oh, I don't know. I gotta see what's in my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I didn't expect this to work. Quick, uh. <laughs> um, Give him a torch. He'd like that. <laughs> also, in answer ah. to the people in chat, yes, that is a squirrel that he's using as his loincloth. A dead squirrel. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know what oh, to I don't know what's done. I didn't even I didn't even see that until now. <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, is is Justice going through his backpack or something? <laughs> right now well, he's going through his backpack furiously. That's okay. what he told me. Yes, I'm in the middle of looking for 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 whatnot. <laughs> the only problem is I don't know how good any of this is. So if anybody would like to impromptly. Um, Suggest something that would be fantastic. <laughs> I said a torch. Oh, I think a torch would be great. You could even have um, our friend Greta light it up a bit magically. I, I think he, I think he would like that. Maybe he's a creature of the dark and doesn't like it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was just debating whether I could stealth past him. Look, I've got I've got a very strong skill in uh, being able to do kind of like magic tricks, so I may be able to sort of stun him and impress him enough to be distracted and chase after something, enabling us to sneak past. No, no, I pull out I, I pull out some food. Perhaps you like a as, he, as you're doing this, you can tell that he's now sort of like, he looks like he might be counting the knobs on the club. He's sort of like, you know, looking at each one of them. <laughs> um, I, I, I pull out some food and hand it to Justice. Here! How about some lovely rations? And he says, Hmm. Mm. What kind food? <laughs> the, the kind you eat. Mm. <laughs> It, well, is it, um, oh, and then he kind of gets a big grin in his face. Is it, uh, heart? Was it love heart? And you why, get the impression, you... You, you get the impression he doesn't mean, like, love, like he hearts you. We get the impression he loves to <laughs> eat heart. That's what we're talking about. Uh, why don't you take a, a, a small sample 
see whether it's something that you're you're interested in. Okay, so um, so uh, so he stands. He puts out a big hand. He's like, mm, and he hands. He holds out his hand. I'm going to put the, the, the rations into his hand. Okay, so you're like, going well, because like, he's standing like, on the bridge, so do you want to walk up to him I and do that? Need a, do I need a quantity? No, it's a, you can just give him a one of your rations, just if you want to do that. Um, right. And are you walking up onto the bridge to do this? Because he's standing in the uh, middle of it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to <laughs> take a, a step forward near the bridge, and I'm going to place it in between us, and then okay. I'm going to take a step back. Okay, you do that. And he walks... <laughs> the reaction from uh, Saber and Matt were priceless. They're like... Eh. Um, all right, so you take a, so you take a step back. So um, he reaches over, so he comes forward and he's like... He sniffs it, he's like... And in his hand, because he's a big guy, in his hand, like, it looks sort of like a half sandwich. Like, kind of, you know... And he eats it and he's like... Mmm... Mm. And sort of, you can't tell if he's in pain. He's like, mm, not bad. Was it take three? And then people cross bridge. Take three like from to, Lizard Man. I, I would like to discuss with the party to make sure that they're okay with such a thing. Mm, I uh, Technically, I'm still hidden, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> um, I would like to say something to Pi. No, not Pi. Sorry, <laughs> Justice. <laughs> Justice Pi. Suddenly, a mysterious Pi materializes in the end. <laughs> we can give him that. Yeah, that that would work. Yeah. Uh, Justice, I believe. I believe if you can spare them, yes. But there is also an option that we may be able to persuade him to perhaps uh, negotiate, perhaps taking one of your rations. Here, that you may need them later on in the quest. Well, if you think you have a, a thing with Buckbeers, go ahead. Uh, no, that was wrong, right? Any, anybody else? What? What's? Man, I don't know what. What's? 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 What's Flaios's opinion? His <laughs> opinion. Well, I I'm with the elf. If we can get him down to one or two rations, why give him three? The creature isn't too smart. I think we could probably do it. That makes somewhat of a tie, which is a bit of a problem. I must consult with Dan to be our tiebreaker. Um, Dan suggests that if Chrono feels overly confident in his ability to persuade this creature, then he will give him the chance. But only if Chrono himself is the persuader. Hmm. Otherwise, well, we trade three. Well, I have a plus five in persuasion, so there's a very good chance that I can. <laughs> if he's smart enough to be persuaded. Maybe he's just too dumb, he can't even figure it out. But Yes. So, uh, do we roll for this, uh, Greg? Yes, so what are you... So you were going to try to persuade him, um, and you're persuading him to do what exactly? To let you cross for what? 
for one more ration. He okay. will ask for two more, but I'm going to persuade him to pass for one more. Go ahead and actually persuade him, as you would try, and I'll, and we'll see what uh, bonuses or anything or disadvantages you might get. So he stares okay. at you, like, you know, okay. there's still a crumb so, falling out of his mouth. I'm, just, I'm talking to him? Yes. What want, elf? Okay. I believe that uh, we can strike a deal here. You wanted two more. How about we give you one now? And because of the safe passage you're passing to us to enable us to complete our quest, when we return, and we shall have greater odds of doing this thanks to your help, we will give you the second ration on our way back. So... Again, you see, like, sort of steam coming out of his ears as he tries to calculate many of the, mon- the polysyllabic words you just gave him. He's like, uh, give <laughs> one now. Grinding. Give one then? We give one now. Quest, go good. Come back. One more. Everyone, happy. Mm, he, th- he thinks. He's like, give one now. Give two then. <laughs> give, give one now. Mm, very nice. Quest good. Give one later. Save for no. later. No. Give one now. Give two when come back after quest. And then he goes, yes. then he goes, okay. Precisely. And he gives this big, like, grin, like. Yeah, did Precisely. you say yes? I'm sorry. He said yeah. So he says, uh, he kind of like, shit, he's like, mm, agree. And he puts his hand out uh, to uh, towards justice. I will shake his hand. <laughs> so you. <laughs> All right. Make a. Uh... <laughs> so. Make a, uh, make, um, let's see. Make a persuasion roll for me, uh, please, Justice. This is a charisma-based roll. We're going to see whether he understands what you're doing or whether he took that in the wrong way. Oh, I gotta figure out how to do that. (laughs) Okay. I got the dice roller up. Do I need to, what's the charisma? Add add four. Add four to it. It should be four. That's your charisma, I think. Am I rolling a d20 again? Do I need to change any of these numbers? Yeah, plus four. Target number. Well, I think I've done this correctly. Um, I have my charisma's plus two, so I put that in the plus section, and I'm going to roll this. I'm going to roll a 20. Plus four. Plus four, Pi. Plus Why four. Plus, plus four? four? Because you are you uh, are proficient in persuasion, so you get your proficiency bonus as well. So it's yes. plus two, plus two. That's correct. You're so persuasive fellow. Say that on my thing. Oh. Uh, well, per- you should see persuasion should have a little checkbox next to it. Okay. Um, uh, so you're proficient. That means that you're proficient, which means you can add your proficiency bonus, which is a set number, and it actually says proficiency bonus somewhere, and that gets added to your normal charisma modifier. So you have your charisma modifier plus you're also proficient in persuading people. Oh, wow. All right. Let's, let's roll it. <laughs> I got a 10. I got a 14. Okay. So you take his hand. Um, the bugbear, um, as you sort of grab his hand, gives you this very confused look. And as you shake his hand, first he looks at you and you see his eyes narrow. And then you see it sort of soften again. And then he gets a big smile and he's like, 
oh, oh. And then he starts going like this, but because he's so big, your hand is like you're almost being lifted off the ground. If you were not a dragonborn, you would be lifted. She's like, huh, huh, huh. Like he's so shaking it, like, you know, frantically. He's like, ah, ah, yes, now, good. Um, Wazig, want food now, please? And, you know, hold on. I, I, I will then hand him the, uh, the, the ration. He, he nods his head and he says, and he uh, he steps out of the way. And as he steps out of the way, you can see for the first time the expression of Dawn, who of course has been sitting on this bridge the whole time, and she has this look which is a mixture of horror and admiration. Like you don't actually know what it is. She's like, uh, you know, um, and uh, and so you all sort of nod. Um, and he he sort of and he puts his club down, you know, like club head down on the ground, two hands on top of it, and says, "Wazig allows to pass." Good luck on quest. <laughs> Thank you. I think Justin say, "Don't worry about it. You'll be able to buy more rations with your share of the reward." Oh wait, we never negotiated one. <laughs> I whisper as I walk past Wazig, Fuzzy Wazig was a bugbear, and keep on walking. <laughs> he he sort of is like, uh, uh. he doesn't, and you see, sort of seems confused as you cross over the bridge. Um, all right. And you guys uh, made it over. Well done, guys. Um, now, although this doesn't necessarily apply under normal circumstances to this party, uh, I am going to uh, just give people a sense of what would happen if this were a continuing campaign. If for some reason anyone ever decides they want to do a continuing campaign with GOG people, just saying, anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give you guys a bonus of 25 experience each for passing that situation. Uh, yeah. so, so you guys get Ooh. 25 experience points, which you can just mark on your sheet nice job, um, as a bonus. Where do I put that on the sheet? Uh, on the current XP. Near the top. Right. Yep. Yeah, it should be uh, uh, current XP. Top left, third line down. Huh. So, uh, you guys cross over. Um, and then uh, you continue. So, um, from there, Dawn is kind of, uh, she sort of, she says, as she you come across, she's like, that was, that was impressive. I, I didn't think we'd be able to get past him without a fight. Now I know why so few people have gone to challenge the goblins. Even if they did, they wouldn't want to deal with him. Well, um, let's keep on sorry, keeping on. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. Um, and then they keep on moving. Uh, so you guys continue. Um, it's um, another few hours, probably a good four or five hours, actually, and the shadows are long and faded. Twilight is upon you. Um, and suddenly, uh, and as you've been going along, the uh, terrain has been getting a little bit um, less sort of uh, wooded and more rocky. You know, you've been noticing there's kind of the bushes are smaller. There's a lot of like scrub brush and stuff like that. And as you get, uh, as you sort of crest over this one uh, smaller hill, Dawn stops you by raising a hand and she says, there it is ahead. You see it now, a low rocky hill pushing up from the surrounding trees. There is a large natural cave that's plainly visible near the base of it. As you creep closer to the entrance, you see a set of stairs just inside the entrance, hewn from the rock and descending into the earth. And on the top of the hill, you can see that there's kind of what looks like um, a ruined stone structure of some kind on the top of it. Like they had built basically something out of the hill itself, if you had to guess. And the top sort of section, um, which used to be above that hill, has now sort of fallen into ruin. So it's just a lot of rubble and rocks on the top of the hill. But there is a cave with very clearly, you know, you don't want to say human-made, but humanoid-made steps that descend into the earth. 
and uh, it's silent as you arrive. There's nobody around the cave mouth or the hill. It seems to be all very quiet. Dan and I would like to search for traps. All right. Um, where specifically? Uh, around the the cave area, because I imagine that's where we're going to. Well, actually, I guess the best thing is to to be was first first ask the group where we want to go, and then do that. Okay. Yeah, we you guys can certainly. Right um, knowing the goblins, I would guess they are inside the cave somewhere, but. They would be. They would have the advantage there because if that's if it's very very narrow in there, we might have to find fight them one on one, and there might be many, many, many goblins on there. I could have a quick scout around, you know, halfling sneaky style, see if I can see any signs of life in there. Seems like so, a good idea to me. Perhaps maybe one of us should scout for an alternative entrance to the cave to use as a potential escape if we get trapped. So uh, you're going to try to search around uh, the cave entrance sneaky-like? Did I get that right, Celsic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah what, yeah. what exactly are you looking for as you do so? Can you specify for me? And where are you targeting your investigation? Um, get, try and get, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, uh, close to the cave entrance. Uh, just keeping, like, smells, sounds, anything coming from the cave that might indicate there's something currently in there, or if, in fact, it's heavily used at all. Okay, um, so a uh, couple things um, to do then. First thing, as you get close to the cave, I'd like you to make a stealth check for me, please. Let's start with that stealth. first. Stealth? Why specialty? Uh, hang on, what's that? So it's 1d20 plus 5. Watch me botch. <laughs> Fifty. Uh, okay. Um, you move reasonably quietly um, up to the cave entrance. Nothing seems to be noticeable at first. Now I would like you to make a perception check for me, which again is wisdom, not intelligence. Uh, yeah. Make a perception check for me, um, and you're going to be trying to listen in um, for sounds and things of that kind. Um, and yes, and I'll start this yeah. second giveaway after this check is done. Okay, so that's another plus five on that one for expertise. Seventeen. Uh, okay. Um, you do not sense that there's anything um, that's sort of immediately here, but you do notice that there's definitely... This is an often used cave. Um, you definitely know that there are... Um, you see a couple of uh, sort of... You, first of all, you can see a couple of what looks like some undefinable brown stuff, but which might be some kind of dropping <laughs> or something like that. You see some animal bones, what look like might be bird bones, uh, that are on the steps, uh, sort of leading up and down. Um, and you notice something else, Celsic, which is a little odd. The animal bones seem to be not exactly just rap, like haphazard. Um, there seems to be, on the first three or four steps, quite a few of these animal bones on uh, the top few steps. Hmm. I sneak back to the party and relay that information. It seems something lives here. Guys, can't really tell what, though. Interesting. Useful. Useful. (laughs) (laughs) That, I assume that was your sword being sarcastic, Justin. I had to see you sneak better, you big streaker dragon. (laughs) What have you guys decided to do, party members? So well, we're waiting for uh, uh, Chrono to come back with information, I guess. 
So you guys are doing I'm, – I'm so sorry. I, I, I know I keep going back and forth because I'm trying to do both at once. Um, so what are you doing? You're walking into uh, – No, uh, uh, I, was, I was scouting for um, perhaps alternative entrances or exits to use if we get into a bind gotcha. once inside. In that case, I want the same things, please. Start with a stealth check first as you move around the cave entrance and around the outside of it. And as you're doing okay. this, you notice that Dawn is kind of looking around and she says, We, we should not linger. I, I worry that the goblins shall return. This is an active place. They come in, they come out. This this must be their entrance to their home. Yeah, maybe uh, you, should... mean you watch me go all the way over there when you could have just told us they were out. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm basing it on what you told us. Okay, maybe we should we should try to hide in the bushes a little bit instead of just standing in front of the cave and waving. Uh, so did I, and I'll answer that in a moment. Did you see, or I'll, uh, did you just see, uh, Matt, was that a four? You said you no, did not I add did, points? No, I didn't, I didn't add my points before so, I rolled it. I didn't know I had to add, add the points. If you did, what would it be? Um, it would have been plus four, so, so it would have been, been eight. eight. Okay, yes. so you walk over and you're like, I can handle this. And then you're like, uh, um, uh, sorry. <laughs> you know, there's like a little bit of like, you know, and Celsic, you're like, Dude, like this is like Fisher Price, my first stealth. Like, not really. It's not. It's not. You know. So you walk over, but there and Dawn kind of winces a bit. But you get over to uh, you get over to around the side of the entrance. Now you can make your check, uh, your perception check, please, to see about uh, whether there's anything else. Okay. So perception. Then let me have a look at what I got there. Uh, where's perception? Uh, wisdom. Oh, it. There we are. Woo! Great! Wow. Nice. Well, you might not have been stealthy, but all of a sudden you see all. Light just pours in your <laughs> face now. Um, so you're like, so you are very confident, Kronos. Like, you just look everywhere. You're like, look, it is very obvious to you that not only is there probably not another entrance to this, but it looks to you as if it would be exceedingly difficult to make one. This is all solid mountainous rock around here, and to actually get through this area would require work that would be beyond much the level of sort of the goblins. One other thing you can notice, though, is that you're very sure that this was probably not built by what goblins could do. Even the steps leading downwards, although they are rough-hewn, indicate both age and a sense of craftsmanship that would not have been available from what you know of goblins. So this place is definitely not the goblins' original structure, right? It's, it's older than them. And there, as far as you know, there's only one way in, into it, from what you can tell here. Okay. So do I relay that information back to the team? You can, if you wish. Okay. Uh, from what I can tell here, the structure is made from uh, that which is not... Uh, a goblin in uh, in nature. Uh, perhaps we should go in because odds are that one of us may know the layout a little better than our uh, our caretakers here. Interesting. Okay, standing around here won't get us anything. But who wants to be first in line? I unsheathe my in? sword. I will go first. Okay. I ready my yeah, crossbow. You can check for traps with your face. I like the sound of this. <laughs> Fine, you go first, Halfling. You go first. <laughs> well, it makes sense. And I'll, I'll just swing over your head with my sword. See, that makes more sense. And I could just run between the legs when it gets going hard. <laughs> All right, we're going to move ourselves over then um, to the opening of this. And now, chat, you should be able to see at the very uh -huh. bottom, 
you should be able to see the entrance point. Now, what I have done, um, let's go there. Uh, what I have done is I've placed you guys uh, in sort of rough order for what I expect you guys were telling me. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this around now. So basically, you guys can position your tokens as you like, like the order that you want them to be. There's room enough on these steps to go two by two. So you could have, you know, two, two, and, and one in the back. Um, and, uh, and Dawn says to you, um, she says, I will follow behind, but I should tell you that it may be in our best interest for me to guard the entrance here. There will be other goblins that will come. And if they are behind us as well as in front of us, that is a most dangerous circumstance. There is no need for madam, as I, I will say, as I pull Dan out of the, my scaber and plunge him deep into the earth with all of my strength, I will then point to him and say, Dan will keep watch, and I will pull a dagger out of wherever my inventory is. So I want to be clear, you're leaving your sword? Yes, I'm leaving Dan to keep watch of the entrance. What? <laughs> um. <laughs> what? I, I shall um... allow the party to conjure whilst I... Um, just, justice, justice. Um, I w don't think we should leave Dan on his own out here. It might Dan be is to... a paladin. He can take care of himself. <laughs> We've been through many adventures together, watching each other's backs. If there's anyone I can trust, it is Dan. Yeah, but as you say, you have been through many adventures watching each other's backs. So it might be good to have Dawn here to watch Dan's back while we're going. What are you in. gonna do if we find anything in there? Use our language. I have a dagger and a staff. I will only use the dagger at the moment, though. <laughs> yeah, I um, never know. We might need a if stick. If Dawn wishes to stay down, that is her own decision. But it, it is appreciated, but and, not necessary. And, and so Dawn sort of steps forward and says, um, Justice, in our very short time together, I've learned that you have very strong convictions. But it seems to me that Dan is not suited to play guard duty. I I feel as if he is to be one with you. You are a team, a, a companionship, a, a group. It is not right to leave your brother behind as you forge forward. And yeah. as she says this, um, yeah. I, I'd, like, um, I'd like everybody else except Justice to make a perception check for me, please. Okay. Nope. Okay. Um, so, uh, Pi... Slash justice. What say you? What, what, what was the thing that that uh, that that Don said again? So Don basically. So so Don told you that you were a partnership, a companion, and that she felt it wasn't right for you to leave your brother behind, and that he wasn't suited for guard duty. He was suited for the front lines of combat with you, and that she would watch over. It would be her honor, she said, to guard your position. I will. Uh, speak with my group if they feel it would be a good decision to leave Dawn, someone who we have recently met, are not necessarily super aware of, uh, uh, leaving her on her own against possibly a massive horde of evil goblins. It'll be fine. They probably used the front door. Well, look at her. She seems to be quite at home in these woods. And um, with her bow, she can pick them off from far away. So I think she should be fine. I don't think she would offer it if she wouldn't feel comfortable with that. And you really should put, um, get uh, and take Dan with you. I mean, he's the pal of the paladin. So, yeah, do it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. 
So we're, leave, fair, we're leaving she, her she outside. She can take care of herself. You make a fair argument. I, I, I suppose I will then pull Dan out of the ground. But just to be sure, I will hand Dawn the dagger I was holding. Just in case. Oh, I, and I also, I, I realized I made you guys, I had you guys do perception checks, didn't I? Did, did um, mm-hmm. how, many, how many of you, uh, who, what were the numbers you guys got? I'm past the... I got a, ni- I got a 19. Okay. <laughs> I got a 16. I got two. Okay, so... Um, That's why I have feet! So, yeah, exactly. Um, you are you are fully aware, um, Kronos, of your own body. You're like, I exist. Um, you definitely know that. Um, Doran, you are definitely standing on ground. There's no question about that. Good, uh, ground good. Ground involved. Um, but Darksaber and Pyron, you very clearly see Dawn wink in your direction. I uh, tap the side what? of my nose. Uh, sorry, I didn't say Pyron. I beg your pardon. Greta. Uh, Greta and uh, Greta and she winks in uh, both Greta and Selsig. Um, you guys, uh, she winks in your direction as she was saying the whole business to um, to Justice. Justice, of course, you don't see that. I would like to to use insight on her just to be sure we understand each other here. Sure, go ahead and do that. So, do I still? Add, I am proficient in that so i get a bonus on that do i still add an additional proficiency bonus no not right i don't know that okay. i understand what you ask it just you do okay yeah you do your i i, I don't understand her either way <laughs> she's just, gonna... just <laughs> either way she's, she's just a very you, strange person yeah well you get you get the feeling that like uh, she seems you almost get the feeling that she's trying to kind of share an inside joke with you about justice but you don't really know if it comes off uh she just kind of is like you know, it doesn't seem to you like an evil, like, ha, 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 like, you know, evil. <laughs> she doesn't cackle, uh, but... You know, um, okay. Yes. <laughs> but it's sort of, uh, it's, it's sort of more of a, you know, a sort of pleasant, you know, we, we all know what we're, what's going on here. So, um, all right. Uh, with that said, now you guys have uh, done what you need to do. So, uh, at the top of the stairs, so go ahead and position yourselves. I see that you've got, um, uh, do you want Justice to be right in the front, or do you want to be moved over, like... You're going to be the front row, I assume. And who's going along with you? Is that um, Doran? Are you uh, right above? It's top? Doran, yeah, okay. in the front row. Yeah. Uh, All right. Perhaps maybe I should be at the gameplay front row wise. as well because I have uh, dark vision. I, I, I have a gameplay mechanic. Where's best for me to stand if I do want to be checking oh, for traps yeah. as we go? That you're going to have to be in front to be able to check for traps. Um, okay. The dark vision, though, you'll be able to see. <laughs> you'll be able to see if you're right behind the row. If you're standing behind. Um, uh, Chronos, uh, if you're right behind uh, Doran, you should be able to see um, with your dark vision. Um, mm-hmm. And you actually do see like flickering, uh, flaming, uh, some kind of flickering light down below. So mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be completely dark down there. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got uh, behind them is that uh, is that uh, Greta? And then, or is Greta, uh, are you all the way in the back, or are you... I'm the... all the way in the back because I was trying to make a little bit more space for um, Celsic. Okay. So he can be, like, in the second row, maybe. And as we can only go two abreast, I thought I might just move a little bit yeah. further back. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Go second row, then. So, I, I was trying to search for traps as best I can there, but... All right. So <laughs> as I can you... move. Just tell me where to move. No, you're in good to. shape. Well, I think I that looks goes... fine. It, Pi, actually, because I'm a halfling, Pi could go behind me, and at the first sign of trouble, I can literally turn around and run between his legs, because he's a size bigger than me. <laughs> you certainly could do that if you like, sure. So what'd you say to that, Pi? 
That works for me. Okay. So I'll Makes go sense. front row. That's there kind of icky. And then uh, I assume that means that um, Cronus is going to slide over, if I'm understanding this properly. Yes, I will, yeah. And yeah. then Pi's there. Okay. So uh, you were in the front. Um, so you go those first few steps. Now, are you checking for uh, traps at the top steps, bottom of the steps? Like, in other words, you need to tell me specific areas as opposed to just, you know, perpetually checking traps. Obviously, you need to balance that out with your need to move. So Yeah. Um, um, if we need more light, just tell me. It's right now a little dark, but it's flickering uh, light. And, of course, you have the light from behind you, but it's twilight, so the light behind you is fading fast. Like I said, if, if, if we need more light, just let me know, guys, okay? Twilight? You mean there's going to be vampires? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> sparkly vampires. No. <laughs> no. All right. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, so Celsig, what, what say you about how you're handling the trap checking? Uh, so we don't want to bog the game down by, like, every two minutes. Like, I check for traps, so I'm not sure... What's the best way to do it? Well, if you want to tell me, like, you've got, you got a set of stairs that are sort of leading downwards. So yeah. if you want to basically tell me that you're, you know, you want to check traps here, the middle, and then the mm -hmm. bottom, um, you know, that you could definitely do if you like. To my mind, the best place to check for traps would be the bottom of the stairs, not okay. the top. So I'll probably just check there. Sounds good. All right. Sorry. So you guys start to walk, and as you hit the second step... Uh, and you touch the um, animal bones, there's this horrible crunching sound, like... Oh, <laughs> um, and it echoes alarmingly, like, you know, all through the hall, and uh, through the hallway leaning downwards, and it strikes you that this may explain why there were so many bones placed specifically on those spots. Mm. Um, ah. uh, and so, nothing happens, you don't get hurt, but the sound is like... <laughs> And then just gradually, you know the part in Lord of the Rings, in Fellowship of the Ring movie, where like you just hear the. <laughs> That's what you're. Hearing. Would it be possible to attempt to avoid them? Now, uh, but not for you, since you've already gone through three steps of it. <laughs> um, you're now past it, um, and uh, you sort of look over your shoulder, and you see sort of Dawn kind of peering down at you for a moment, and then you know looks back to her position, her guard position, um, and uh, all right, so this is what you see. And you guys will be able to note here, and let me uh, change up the music as well. We have left behind the tavern, and now we are in the music for the dungeon.